At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. New hour of the nightcap here on VSIN, live from the Circus Sportsbook. That is Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Jared Smith will join us. Here in uh, just a matter of moments, the Phoenix Suns have come out of the gates in the second half, and they lead the Denver Nuggets 17-6 in the third quarter. A 21-point lead, Jeff, in the game. 6.55 to go. Over my shoulder, there is a 16-and-a-half up on that big old board back there. (laughs) 17, as you see it right there at DraftKings. A total of 204 here at Circa, 203-and-a-half. At DraftKings, it has been all Suns here in this second half. And Maya over on Nikola Jokic. Uh, I, not looking great. 17 points right now. He had 15 at the half. Doesn't have a field goal here in this second half. Has a couple of free throws. He does have nine rebounds. So if you you know played a double-double prop, laid the juice on that one, you might be looking all right there for Nikola Jokic at minus 335. Uh, but this has been a really another impressive performance for the Phoenix Suns. I mean, we've been saying that a lot uh, here uh, lately, Jeff. And if this result holds, this will be five straight wins for the Phoenix Suns after being down two games to one to the Lakers. They're just a damn good basketball they team, are. Tim. I, I think it's as simple as that. And again, we kind of, we 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 were all guilty of it with because of the draw mm-hmm. with the Lakers in the first round. We all kind of backed off and were like, "Oh, they, which they, by the way, I, I just I, this needs to be brought up. Go ahead on a regular basis. We were right. 
The Lakers were going to win that series. They were minus 900 yeah. through three they games. Going, they, and then Anthony Davis tweaks his groin, and the rest is history. Right. So, so it was, but, but, it was but, the right mindset to have. Right. But, but also, though, Tim, if you're a good team, you take advantage of the breaks oh, yeah. you were given. And Phoenix, as soon as AD went out of that series, dominated. wasn't competitive. No. Phoenix dominated that series, and they're dominating again. They're taking advantage of the break that Jamal Murray's not playing in this series. Yeah. Because if Jamal Murray was here, this is a very different looking series. It also has helped them that Michael Porter Jr. has been horrific in this series so far, other than the two threes in the first quarter for Aaron Oster uh, two yeah. nights ago. But look, God, this has been a domination tonight. They're up 20 with six minutes to go in the third quarter. And the biggest thing health-wise, too, was Chris Paul's shoulder is healthy. Mm-hmm. And now that he's healthy again, especially if, if, if the Clippers in Utah play a long series – on the other side of the bracket, Phoenix is going to be a bet-on team in the Western Conference Finals for me, Tim. Yeah, I mean, they'll be, they'll be an underdog against whoever comes they, out of yes, that, they will. Of that uh, Jazz and Clippers series. I, I think there's almost no doubt about it. And they, especially, I mean, if it's the Clippers, they host, they have home court. Uh, and if it's the Jazz, obviously the Jazz would have home court as they're the number one seed. But I, I think it is... Um, that, that series price will be interesting to take a look at. There we go, Jokic. 19 points. Come on, baby. Let's go. You need him to play the rest of the way in order to win that. Yeah. I need him to start being selfish. Be selfish, Jokic. Be the MVP. Start scoring some buckets. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it is, I mean, it is all Suns right now. And they just continue to impress. And, you know, there's a reason that Chris Paul got MVP votes and finished top five. Uh, he is kind of the the straw that stirs the drink. Devin Booker is the most prolific scorer on that team, uh, but when you look at um, you know what they're able to do offensively because of Chris Paul, it is uh, it is something different there. And yeah, I need uh, I need my man there. There you go. There, a little runner. There's two more. A little runner. Um, yeah, real quickly before Jared Smith comes on, um, yep. your New York Islanders on to the semifinals. Beating the Boston Bruins tonight as a plus-money home dog at the Nassau Coliseum. Come on, folks. Look, it was, very, it was very fun for me betting these last two games, taking plus prices on the Islanders and winning both of them. And I will say this just to tie it back to the family roots for me. My, uh, my dad grew up on the island. My Grandparents had season tickets during those cup runs, and I talked to my grandfather, who's 85 years old, on the way into the <laughs> office today. And the joy in his his voice to see the Islanders advance was something that, I, that I'm always going to appreciate. All right, let's get things, uh, keep it rolling here. Jared Smith right now. We keep things rolling here on the nightcap on a Wednesday evening. Only one NBA game. Man, we were getting, you know, I feel like a, a lost child right now. Like, only one NBA game tonight? Phoenix is pummeling the Denver Nuggets. They lead 76-58 to 58 right now. And uh, the only thing you could cheer for is your bets. And I need Nikola Jokic to just start being selfish. And I need his teammates to recognize that he's the MVP. Just get him the ball. Let him shoot. Um, but let's bring in, first time on the program, uh, Big fan of his work. It is Jared Smith, and he joins us right now. Uh, Jared, it's actually a great time to have you on to talk some NBA because, as we know, on this time slot, Jeff, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of yep. moving parts, but here you have three series to break down. So let's start, I think, with the more most polarizing one, 
and the most uh, one that's up in the air, and that would be, to me, the Los Angeles Clippers against the Utah Jazz. The Jazz win last night, but the Clippers shoot terribly. They're coming off a seven-game series against the Dallas Mavericks, so we've got an adjusted series price where the Clippers are plus 175. They're a three-point underdog heading into tomorrow night. So what do you make of this series heading into game two with Utah up 1-0? Yeah, hey, Tim, it's great to be on with you guys. Uh, you know, everything went right uh, for Utah in game one, and, and they still couldn't even really cover the number. Some of you might have pushed with three, but for the most part, the three and a half uh, got you home there. And so you would expect the Clippers to be able to adjust. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was absolutely fantastic. I, I think the defensive matchup with him on Kawhi, I think Kawhi was a step slow. You know, maybe a little bit of a hangover from game seven, you know, against the Mavericks. I, I can see that adjustment being made. The Clippers do seem like a team that plays better when their backs are against the wall. So I don't think they have a problem being down 1-0. They clearly showed they don't have a problem being down 2-0. Uh, and they left a ton of points on the table in game one. Uh, obviously, Paul George and uh, Morris did, did not have their best games. Eight for 31 combined from the field. I expect that to be better. Also, the total, you know, it almost snuck over with only a 43-point first quarter. Yeah. So I, I would say Clippers, maybe for the series, might be the better bet tomorrow night. But if they go down 2-0, obviously you're going to get a better price. But I really think the over uh, certainly is a good look because of everything that we saw in game one. I think the Clippers get a little bit more offensively. I definitely think the games in L.A. are going to go over. Maybe the altitude in Salt Lake has an issue there. But uh, Clippers definitely left a lot of meat on the bone in game one of that. Jared, speaking my language, the Utah totals in this postseason, I've been <laughs> saying it the whole, the, every time I've been on with you, Tim. You they just have it. been too low. Well, that was a quality push at 221 for me last night. But uh, – uh, again, 40 points in the first quarter should uh, still should have gone over. Uh, Jared, the other game tomorrow night, uh, the Nets uh, going to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The offense is a legitimate blowtorch right now for the Nets. Uh, they mm. are a dog tomorrow night, uh, getting three and a half against the Bucks. Uh, high total of 234 and a half right now. I, 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 this is kind of like game two for me, Jared. I understand why Milwaukee mm. is favored. But there's no way I would lay the points with the Bucks from what we've seen so far. Yeah, you can't lay. I mean, if, if you watch that game and, and, and you're willing to lay points with me, if you watch game two and you're willing to lay uh, with Milwaukee in game three, uh, I, I'll have a little bit more of what you're having because that, that is a very optimistic tone. I, you know, this is a tough series because you, you can cap this series till you're blue in the face, but when that kind of game happens in game two, all the trends, the stats, all that stuff, throw it out the window. It's really, this series is really about heart now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I thought Milwaukee had a lot of heart, you know, coming in. I really, I, I thought the, you know, the additions of Portis and Tucker, I thought added a little more grit to them this year. I thought they were a different team than they were last year. They showed it against the Heat. They obviously didn't show it in the first two games against Brooklyn. You, I, I guess you credit Brooklyn for being totally well-prepared, despite the lack of James Harden. In fact, they've almost looked better at times without Harden this season. So that that is an interesting dynamic heading into Game 3. There's no way you can lay with Milwaukee. If you want to take a flyer on the series, you're getting an unbelievable price. Obviously, if they lose Game 3, the series is over, and it doesn't really matter what happens after that. So if you want to make one last stand on getting an unbelievable number for the series, I, I just can't lay it with Milwaukee in Game 2, though. That's, that's, that's a bridge too far for me. The only thing thing I would go down with Jared and I haven't decided if I'll play it but this is this is telling to me right it's a three and a half point spread tomorrow for the Bucks. first half line is three 
So it, the odds makers, mm. and, I, and I agree, right? If, if Milwaukee's going to come, they're going to have to come out. They're going to have the crowd behind them. They know they're down 0-2. They're going to be aggressive. This is the ultimate backs-against-the-wall type of situation. So if I were to play anything tomorrow, it would be Bucks in the first half. And if they, they can't cover that, then, yeah, this thing is absolutely cooked. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, that, that kind of fits the narrative angle, and I think that's why you know the books are going to shade that first-half number because yeah. you're going to get a lot of Milwaukee first-half money because of every – you know, it's just kind of the zigzag theory that right. we use so much in these series. You would expect Milwaukee to play a lot better at home. You would expect them to shoot a lot better at home. Uh, Middleton's going to shoot better than 30% in the series. At least in his home games, I think he's going to shoot better than 30%, and that's where he is uh, through the first two games. And can we get Giannis – I mean, Tim, I don't know what your free throw percentage was back in college. Can <laughs> we get good. this guy – uh, a little bit of a luck. It wasn't good. So maybe not the best person, but you know, go in the gym and work on the free throws. Cause what was it like two for 10? I mean, that's just, and, and I know it wouldn't have mattered in either game. You know, the, the result wouldn't have changed it, but it, it's just the, the, the way that you feel about, you know, Oh, he's going to the line. Well, good luck. If he makes one of two, if not goes, Oh, of two. So I think that narrative will flip at home. Milwaukee will feel a little more comfortable, but in the end, Brooklyn's the better team in this series, and, and, and I don't think there's any inevitable way or any way that it's not inevitable that, that they don't advance to the next round. Jared, what do you make of the other Eastern Conference series? Philly and Atlanta series tied at one uh, tomorrow or for Friday night. The Hawks right now a point-and-a-half-point dog uh, at home against Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I like Philly in game two. It kind of fit the narrative of what mm-hmm. we saw in the last series against the Hawks, uh, you know, with the Knicks and the Hawks. You know, they, they played really well in game one, silenced the crowd, and then kind of reverted a little bit in game two. Uh, you know, that was the only game the Knicks won in that series. So I felt good about Philly last night. I, I think going forward, I mean, you know, the adjustment was made with Ben Simmons. You know, it, you know, you, you saw what Trey Young could do when, when the defense really clamped down. I think Doc Rivers was a little conservative in game one, making that adjustment with Simmons. And we saw a little bit of Tybal too, uh, because he didn't want to get Ben in foul trouble. I, listen, that, I, I get it, but that is not the right narrative to coach with. In, in the playoffs, like you got to put your best guy on their best guy. And that obviously is Ben Simmons. You saw that adjustment made and and, and you saw Philly play a lot better. Uh, Shake Mill, you know, the, Philly does have some interesting role players. Seth Curry, too, that can get really hot. I think Atlanta has some interesting role players, too. Bogdanovich, Gallinari have been kind of hot and cold, more hot in the playoffs. But they've certainly shown you some cold stretches throughout the season. So I, I think if Philly defensively can kind of take control of this series, I, I think it'll go Philly's way. Uh, and, and and you certainly saw that adjustment made in game two. You got to give credit to Doc Rivers. He kind of went away from that conservative strategy. I would expect a similar approach in game three. So I, I would probably lean Philly there. You can follow Jared on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. And Jared, I just want to go back to Brooklyn because I opened the show with this and, and I, I stick by it. I, I don't know who's beating Brooklyn four times. Uh, anybody yeah. out there. Now the Clippers have talent and JVT will tell you that. And, and he's my guy. But uh, we disagree on that one quite considerably. I, I'm just trying to play this thing out. And we had Chris Andrews on yesterday, and he said he would take he would put down plus 120 on the Nets is what you can find right now in the futures market. Let's play this thing out. They play Philadelphia. What do we think that series price is? Minus two dollars, minus 180, and then yeah. if it's the Suns, you're probably looking at plus minus 240. In that case, the rollover doesn't work. What you need for the rollover is nope. really for the Clippers here. So what would you do if you're of the mindset that, that you believe the Nets will win it all, which I am, what would you do? Would you take the plus 120 now, or would you kind of play the risk of doing the rollover parlay with series prices? 
I would hope that Milwaukee wins tomorrow. Yeah. That's what the line's telling you. Um, maybe you get an extra 20 or 30 cents on the dollar there. Um, and, you know, maybe that makes it worth your while enough. I, I agree with you. And in fact, I was just going through this. I, I enjoyed the aisles talk before I came on. I, I just did this with the aisles. I had to make, I, I'd been on the aisles in the futures market. And I said, you know what? I'm going to sell my ticket before the playoffs started because I think the underdog nature of them lends better to a mechanical parlay. Bet them once in the series, roll it over again. I did that with Pittsburgh. I did it with Boston. I, that's not the case with Brooklyn because they're so heavily favored. You, you, you know, you can't take that same strategy. I, I, you know, you're kind of between a rock and a hard place, and you're kind of priced out of the market if you haven't right. really bet Brooklyn yet because I'm sure the books have been taking just unbelievable amounts of exposure on the nets throughout the course of the season. Uh, and it hasn't stopped because they haven't had a lull despite the injuries, despite the issues. There's never been a point in the season where you're like, yep, I'm jumping off the nets bandwagon. So I think you're kind of caught between it. I, I guess the best strategy is, you know, play it tomorrow, hope Milwaukee wins, maybe get a few extra pennies on the dollar there. And then if you really do believe that might be the best price you get, you know, up to one in the series, you know, in the, in, in, you know, the second round series against the the Bucks, that might be the best price you get uh, for the rest of the playoffs. Go ahead. Go. Oh, you, you, you ask, knew, you knew where I, did. I didn't even ask, have to make the ask joke. Your footy. Ask Here we your go. Footy. It, it's Tim Murray's <laughs> favorite part of this, uh, of the segment now, Jared Euro start uh, Euro oh, 2020 yeah. in, in 2021 uh, starts on Friday. Uh, Turkey and Italy opens up the uh, tournament in, at oh, Olympic. The Turkish are going to be beasts. So there are your odds on the screen right now uh, from DraftKings. Uh, the defending World Cup champions, France, are the favorites to win this tournament. Jared, how are you betting this tournament game by game? And is there anything in the futures market that you're looking at? Yes. And this is so, the, in my eyes, the World Cup is great. This is a little bit different of an animal. So the World Cup, the average teams in the World Cup that are from non-European nations are very disorganized, very hard to bet on, a little bit of a different animal. The favorites tend to do better in the World Cup. The Euro, these teams are literally neck and neck. You know, the difference between those top five, six teams on the board and let's say the middle tier teams, a couple of the teams that I'm eyeing, like a Poland or an Austria there's not a lot of separation between those teams, whereas, you know, a, a, a team at the top of the market in the World Cup compared to a 40, 50 to one long shot in the World Cup, th- there's a bigger gap there. So I do see some value in the middle tier. I, I like Paul. I mentioned Poland. They've got the best player in the world, Robert Lewandowski. I mean, he just had an unbelievable season in the Bundesliga. He's 55 to one Poland to, to, to win this thing. I don't think they're going to win it, but I like him to finish top two in the group. I like him to advance to the knockout stage. I feel the same way about Austria. I'll give you a couple sleepers down the board. Denmark's on there right around 25 to one. That's not a bad play. I think they've got an interesting, uh, interesting group early on and they were actually really good uh in the qualifying but they have to play uh some really tough matches early meanwhile turkey i I heard tim mention turkey i'll be honest the turkey teams had some very volatile results this year in qualifying so they drew germany croatia they beat netherlands but they also finished last in a group with russia hungary and serbia so the range of results with turkey but you're getting 55 to 1 50 to 1 that's not a bad price so i'm okay with sprinkling a little bit further down on the odds board if you want a favorite France is really good, and that group is tough. France, Germany, and Portugal. Or, yeah, France, Germany, and Portugal in the same group. But I think Portugal has a little value there. You know, you're getting 9, 10 to 1. It's like the sixth or the seventh favorite on the board for the defending Euro champs. They still have Cristiano Ronaldo. They've got a great back line. Ruben Diaz had a great season for uh, Man City. So Portugal of the favorites, I think, offers the best betting value. I still like France. Benzema and Mbappe are unbelievable. I think I'm fading Germany. 
I don't like what we saw from Germany uh, in the World Cup, and I think I'm fading them. Uh, England just is just the price is just not right, and I think South they've got some a lot they have a lot of talent on England, uh, but they haven't played a lot together, and they got a tough match early against Croatia, who's a very good team. They were in the finals uh, of the World Cup, so I, I certainly think that's going to be an interesting group. But I would say France, Portugal at the top. Turkey, Denmark, Poland, Austria, kind of some of the teams I'm targeting in the middle tier there. Yeah, I was looking through the uh, the futures board here. So Portugal at circa plus 850. Uh, you mentioned Italy plus nine, nine, 950. Uh, France... Uh, they aren't. They're, they're almost. You know, as we have the DraftKings odds there, uh, where they're the where they're the favorites. They're plus five fifteen as opposed to England at plus five ten. So um, when, when you look at France, is that is that price too short? How would you, if you do believe France is the best team, what would be your strategy, Jared, to go about you know betting a team like France with pretty short odds? Yeah, and the the fortunate thing with France is you're getting, again, those two really tough matches early in the group stage against Portugal and Germany. Now, the way the draw shakes out, I think it's France-Portugal in the last match. And if you know the format, sometimes that last match can almost be like a gentleman's draw, depending on where the group standings are. So, But you're going to get a really good feel, France-Germany early. I would bet France in that match. Um and I think if you want to bet England, I wouldn't bet them in the first match against Croatia. That's a really tough match against England. You know, England has talent, but they're young. They haven't played a lot together. Croatia's been there. They've got, a, you know, an unbelievable midfield. So I would say Croatia might be able to control that match early, but you could maybe get a better price on England if they give up a result early to Croatia. If you do want to attack England in the futures market, they've got some unbelievable players, uh, some really good young players. Mason Mount, the kid from Chelsea, is the guy that I'm really keeping an eye on in this tournament. Um, but, but I think France, because they have a tough group, they're going to be up early. So I would say to bet France solo early, you know, that maybe negates the short price in the futures market on them. Talking once again to Jared Smith. And Jared, before we let you run, we got about a minute or so. Uh, huge game tomorrow night here in Las Vegas. I know you've got uh, a little mm. scratch on, uh, on VGK, so you're feeling pretty good about where you sit. Um, from what you've seen this postseason, is this a spot? Does VGK close out tomorrow night? You know, you're looking at minus 133 on the, on the money line against, against the Abs. It's kind of funny because the, tonight with the Isles in game six at home, they were underdogs, but mm -hmm. Vegas is favored tomorrow. So obviously the book's a little more, you know, a, a, a little more confident. Um, I, I had Vegas in the futures market pretty much from the early part of the season, almost January. So I've been riding them and, and I think the winner of that series is going to win it all. Um, and, and I do think Vegas gets it done tomorrow night. That place has been unbelievable. I've been to a game there, uh, and, and it is it is raucous, and I'm sure the atmosphere has been great, too. Now the fans are coming back. So I, I feel good about Vegas tomorrow night. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this game later on in the hour. But, Jared, great stuff as always, man, and uh, we will certainly have you on in the near future. Thanks, guys. Be well. There he is, Jared Smith. Follow him. Great uh, betting insight on his Twitter page at Jared Lee Smith and uh, a little footy for you. Made, made you happy. Hey, we, we, we got it in. It's all that matters. I need Joker to get back on the floor. You can't sit him the whole fourth quarter. We can't do it. Come on. Get him back out there. Get me seven points and then take him out, Malone. That's what we need to do. We'll get you updated. It's all Suns all the time, but we'll get you what you need to know on Suns and Nuggets when we come back right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen here, Michael. I'm going to call you Mike right now. You put Joker back in the game. I don't care what the score is. You get him back in there, and you let him get seven points. He's got 24 points. That's my only play for tonight was the over on Joker points. I did take the under first quarter, which which was nice. But uh, this, if you play the Suns, um, I know uh, I'll give a shout to our guy Will Hill. Uh, he wrote it up, vcin.com. Uh, well, good call, Will. Uh, this, was, uh, this, is an, this is an easy one to bring home. Chris Paul tonight has 15 assists and zero turnovers. Is that okay? In his last five games, which have all been victories, he has 53 assists and four turnovers. Joker's not in the game. Is he not going to play? He might not play the rest of this game. Well, if they're down by 26, he shouldn't play again, Tim. We're going outside of the prism of your bet there. I don't care, man. It's the playoffs. Put him in. There you go, Michael Porter. Well, maybe Jr. Michael Porter Jr. hits six straight threes and makes it at least not a total beatdown. Maybe you'll see Joker again. Yeah, maybe. Well, I just, just come on. Seven points. Just get him out there. Um, where do we stand in this game? Other than it is all Suns, and if you laid the number, 
good job because this one is a no-brainer. If you laid the second half number, good job. Um, by the way, also, Tim, I think my, if my math is right, I'm not as far behind on my, on my in-game totals I, as I expected to be. You're at, at 172. Rate. Yeah, so, uh, no, my math was wrong then. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. Early fourth quarter, uh, it is a 24-point game right now. Suns leading the Nuggets. And if you, you know, different points in the, in the, in the, in the show, if you were just kept on loading up on the Suns, you know, minus 8, uh, minus 13.5, minus 16.5, uh, you are in a great spot. Chris Paul just hit a 3. Chris Paul's just showing off now. Why not? 17 points. 15 assists for Chris Paul, and he just hit his over on his points. He's obviously hit his over on his assists. Uh, it is 102 to 75. I don't, I don't know if they put Joker back out there. Hey, which, that's two, that's two straight Chris Paul double doubles. Yeah, at plus prices, Tim Murray. There you go. It was, uh, it was a better price. In it was game a much one. better price in game <laughs> one, and it'll be a much shorter price in game three. There's almost no doubt about it. But Chris Paul is healthy. And he looks terrific. He looks like an all-NBA player. Uh, and, you know, Devin Booker, I thought about playing his over tonight, Jeff, because game one he had 22 points. But right now they don't need him to go nuclear like he did against the Lakers. He's got 18 points tonight. He's actually got a double-double as well. He's got 10 rebounds, two assists, does Devin Booker. But he's not going to really get anywhere close his point total. So you look at that uh, that board right there. Nikola Jokic, get back out there. Come on. He's got 24 points. Michael Porter Jr. has got 11. Uh, really, the only thing positive for you, if you bet an over, uh, I don't even know if Will Barton had overs because he was a late addition to... Bar- Barton had no numbers. Yeah. Uh, Bridges, you're looking at losing by a half. Well, I'm just saying for the for the for, for, the, for the Nuggets, no, for the Nuggets, you know, you, you had, pretty much cooked there everywhere. Was no, there was no good news. If the you only bet thing over. that you would have going for you for the Nuggets is Nikola Jokic has 13 rebounds. That's the only thing that you've got working in your favor. And if Jokic gets back out there and starts pulling some threes, which come on, baby, let's let's get that going. Um, but as we've said so often, when you're looking at blowouts, it's terrible for overs and props. It's absolutely terrible. Chris Paul comes over on the over. Uh, you know, Devin Booker's going to hit the under. Mikhail Bridges right now is 13. You still could get there. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's nothing. Jay Crowder, half under. So he could get there. He might stay out there. But you do wonder at what point, up 27 with eight and a half minutes to go, does Monty Williams go to the bench and call off the dogs? I don't Soon. know. I, I would imagine. Probably the next media time. I would out. imagine that, that, that the point that his that they won't call up the dogs until the the final media timeout, which will be about under three. So you've still got a chance, Jay Crowder. Yeah. You've still got a chance, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, you would have. Again, that would be a pretty rough beat on the Bridges one. But uh, look, again, this is did Tim. This just goes back to what we were talking about before. Phoenix is just much better than this Denver team. And, and Denver's not playing against a team that doesn't guard like Portland in this series. Phoenix guards, and through two games... Total beat down in the second half uh, two nights ago. Total beat down the whole way tonight. Suns right now minus 23 and a half here at Circa. With a 27 point 27 lead. 27 point lead, eight and a half Ooh. minutes to go. That's that that's that's a no bet for me. That's a no bet. Come on! I know, I I'm the worst, I know, I know. 
Do the Vegas Golden Knights close thing out tomorrow night? And if not, is now your time to fire on the Colorado Avalanche? We'll discuss that next. Stick around. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. Here at VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we'll have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. Com. It is 106 to 78. The Phoenix Suns are, uh, yeah, going to win. And I think you're toast. Tim I'm Murray. definitely toast. It's it's done. Nikola Jokic will go under 30 points because JaVale McGee has entered. And JaVale McGee missed the layup right out of the gate. You know, it's funny. JaVale McGee got some burn last year for the Champions. Bridges just went over his there point you go. total. So that's good if you had a Bridges ticket. Yeah, if you're if you're a Suns backer, you got the Bridges over, so you're feeling good there. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, depending on when you got it. It's either an over or an under, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, at least at DraftKings, I never saw 14.5 for this game. And he's got 15 points. He does have another double-double again. But for DeAndre Ayton, under points, under rebounds, at least on those numbers at DraftKings. Maybe you found a 14.5 out there in the market. But it has been, uh, it's been a show, and it's been a show by Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul has been unreal tonight. And he's really been, since he got healthy, which was around game, I don't know, game four is when he kind of started to look his normal self. Uh, and since then, it's not turning the ball over. And tonight was a masterpiece. 17 points, 15 assists, zero turnovers. The Suns lead by 31. And uh, where do we stand on your total? I'm ahead based off the number behind us now. It's 214. So now, Tim Murray, do we go for the one-and-a-half-point middle? <laughs> no. Don't do it. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand pat. I You're actually at like... 187 right now yeah, with I, six I, minutes to go. I actually like where I'm at right now because – Phoenix is starting to not really play defense. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be on the Nuggets bench squad to make shots. That's basically what it's coming down to now. Because Denver hasn't played a lick of defense the whole series so far. That's why Phoenix is 109 points with six minutes to go here. And it's just going to come down. Can the Denver bench make some shots against the the back end of the Phoenix bench here? Got the pride of uh, Marquette out there for the... Denver Nuggets. Marcus hey, he can Howard. make shots. So, he's a shot maker. He's sure. just he's just very short. That's all. Sure, why not? So uh, it's all Phoenix. Uh, it does allow our top of the next hour segment to be a little smoother. Yeah. Uh, you know, just looking at this game and looking at uh, where we stand uh, heading into tomorrow with uh, with two games on the schedule. But you know, speaking of tomorrow night, a chance for a closeout. Earlier tonight, we saw a closeout in which the New York Islanders closed out. The Boston Bruins. So the Islanders moving on. Prior to tonight, the Islanders were around nine to one 
to win the Stanley Cup, and now they move on, and they will get the Tampa Bay Lightning in the next round in the semifinals. So we know that is one matchup set. Lightning will host Game 1 against the New York Islanders. The only quarterfinal still out there, or pod final, however you want to classify it, Golden Knights Avalanche. Golden Knights up three games to two, came back yesterday, massive underdogs heading into the third period, and they were able to get it home. Is this an opportunity to grab the Colorado Avalanche, a team that so many believe are the most superior team in the league? Right now here at Circa, you can get the Avalanche at plus 625 to win the Stanley Cup. Now, once again, you're down two games to one, or excuse me, three games to two. You're facing elimination. You're on the road. You are a favorite, by the way, tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. You'll be a favorite in Game 7 if there's a Game 7. And then that series price is going to be through the roof. So is this the time to say, you know what? If the Avalanche can mount a comeback here, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. What do you think of that price at circa plus 625? I I mean, just compare it to the rest of the market. Yeah. It's $2 better than basically the rest of the market. You don't see that very often in any futures market, Tim. So look, if you're just if you're just firing on numbers, then yes, fire on that one because you're not Look, if Colorado win, win, wins tomorrow night here in Vegas, that number's never going to come again. Period. This is the peak. This is the peak that Colorado's going to be this postseason unless if uh, they get down 3-0 in a series against uh uh, Montreal, even then, I'm not even sure if it gets to that. Or against Tampa, if Tampa has a 3-1 lead, 3-0 lead, then that would be the only times. But I don't think I'd want that ticket at that point. Right. So, yeah, if you're taking numbers, I would take it. I will say this, Tim, and full disclosure, and we, we, we I've been on the air enough with you during the series for you to notice, too. I've gotten everything wrong in this series. <laughs> Every single possible <laughs> angle in this series I've gotten wrong. I thought after game one, I was on my guys in the desert the day after. Mm-hmm. And uh, the... Our guy Vinny Maliulo and I were talking about uh, the, where the number was, and I thought four dollars, five dollars was fair on Colorado after Game One. That's how bad it was in Game One. Seven for VGK, and look what's happened since is the Knights have been the better team the last four games. There's no arguing that. So I've been very wrong in the series all the way around. But again, for the purposes of, of plus six twenty-five being there on Colorado to win the Cup, that number is probably not going to be there the rest of this postseason if they. Advance past this series. So if you're taking numbers, fire away on it. But again, I've been wrong this entire series. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. And um, we'll talk to Adam Hill, who's been covering this series, actually from the Avalanche perspective for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He's going to join us in just a couple minutes. We'll get his thoughts uh, on on what to expect tomorrow night. And if you've got got a live, you know, uh, I mentioned... uh, Colorado was a favorite. I, I misspoke. They're actually they are, VGK's they're, a favorite. They're the tomorrow. dog tomorrow yep. night. So Colorado's a dog, uh, plus one twenty-two uh, against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. But yeah, is this a spot where, from what we've seen, as you've pointed out, what we've seen in these last four or five games, uh, four games, I should say, where you can believe in the Colorado Avalanche to force a game seven Saturday night? That would be in Denver. And they would be a favorite. 
It all really comes down to tomorrow night. This is your only opportunity. It's a one-time-only deal, 100%. So if you like the Colorado Avalanche, if you think they can win this game, then I would say go ahead and fire away because nothing in the NHL, as we have seen, a 4, a 4, and a 3 have so far <laughs> advanced. But, man, I would be all, it would be hard-pressed for me to see the Colorado Avalanche losing to the Montreal Canadiens. Neither of those teams are losing to Montreal. Adam Hill will discuss Game 7 tomorrow night. Excuse me, Game 6, a closeout game for the Vegas Golden Knights. He'll join us next right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skill sets to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Somebody's in a happy mood. Look at this guy over here. Jeff Parles down in the dumps. Most of this game, I'm never going to get there. Terrible play. And now I'm there. I'm there pretty easily, actually. Your in-game over hits 121 to 96. Our score, 53 seconds to go. The Suns will have a 2-0 series lead. They'll cover any number pretty much uh, throughout the game. They are up by 
what is it, 25 right now. So uh, that's got that going for him. It doesn't look like, for a moment, you looked like you had a slight hope at the game over. Doesn't look like that will come home. Uh, by the way, Chris Paul, 15 assists, no turnovers, first time in a playoff game. That has occurred since 2014 when Chris Paul did it in 2014. By the way, too, Tim, uh, I, I, there aren't enough possessions here, but there are some uneasy moments if you had the full game over, a uh, full game under here, which was that this was the deadest of dead unders for a long time. And uh, again, not enough possessions for you to lose in all likelihood. Now, definitely not enough possessions for you to lose, but this uh, little, was a little more than a sweat than you would have liked if you had the full game under. So the final ticket's uh, ticking down, 121-96. The Suns going to get the victory. And uh, I think a lot of people in town hoping that maybe a similar circumstance. Tonight, uh, tomorrow night, I should say, will occur at T-Mobile Arena with the Las Vegas Golden Knights as they came back to uh, take the 3-2 series lead. And we bring in Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal, who's been covering the series from the Avalanche perspective, I believe. And uh, Adam, I just want to start with this real quick. We just had a discussion. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. You know, from what you've seen, um, a lot of people, the discussion was the winner of this series is going to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, they'll be the favorites. Right now, the Avalanche here at Circa are plus 625 to win the Stanley Cup. If they win tomorrow, that price shrinks, I don't even know, maybe in half. So from what you've seen from the Abs and knowing what's on the line tomorrow where they're a short dog, is that a good price to take a flyer on the Colorado Avalanche? Yeah, I think you're getting in the right area uh, to take a shot. I mean, I think, uh, you know, when I did the show uh, with Mitch the other morning on, on Fall the Money, we were talking about, you know, how crazy the Avalanche price had gotten, uh, not only to win the Cup, but to win this series. Like, they were up, like, minus $8 in this series. And we said, listen, the Knights aren't, you know, it's not it's not a guarantee that they're going to rally back in this series, but... Like this number is getting to a point where you have to take a look at the Knights and at least think about them uh, to come back and win this series. So I think you're starting to get the same thing uh, with Colorado on the other side. I, I saw, you know, a plus three dollar series price uh, for Colorado out there, which I thought was nuts. Um, I think, listen, this is a team that definitely outplayed the Knights uh, last night. They were the better team on the ice, which was not the case the last three games. But Colorado found their game. They just didn't get the result that they wanted. And, you know, I thought pretty telling, as you mentioned, I've been kind of covering from the Colorado side. Uh, Jared Bednar, after the game, was asked, like, well, what do you have to change? And he said, nothing. We're the better team. Go out there and, and do that again. And, and the results are likely to come. And the Knights kind of thought the same thing in game two. When the Knights lost game two, uh, you know, the question was, well, what do you have to change for game three? You've lost two games. And Pete DeBoer basically said nothing. You know, we were the better team. Just keep playing, playing better, uh, creating more chances, and it'll come. So uh, you're right. I think you, uh, if you're interested in taking the Avalanche at all in this game, and I think there's at least reasons to consider it, uh, you probably would consider you know taking one of those uh, those prices to win. Uh, you know, not only the series but also the Stanley Cup at this point. Adam, uh, what in this series has surprised you the most? We knew we knew that this was a, a series between two of if not the two best teams, at least two of the three best teams in hockey. And so far, Adam, it's pretty much delivered. Oh, it's been tremendous. And I, I guess, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, it's not unexpected from that perspective. And if you say, you know, what has surprised me, I mean, uh, the fact that we've had great games all throughout, except for game one, where the Knights were uh, in a really bad spot coming off of game seven in less than 48 hours and travel and, and all that. Ever since then, it's been great games, and that's not surprising at all. I think we've seen exactly what we expected. I guess the, the biggest surprise um, is 
just how well the Knights have been able to neutralize that top line of Colorado. In fact, they've been able to neutralize them so much uh, that Jared Bednar split them up uh, last game. He just said, enough of this. They've been shut down too often, uh, too effectively by the Knights, and that's not just their top line. Uh, the Knights, you know, second line, the misfit line of, of the kind of the original players, uh, they've been able to, to be effective defensively too. Uh, in the fourth line, which is kind of you know that physical checking line that the Knights throw out there, uh, which I've always wanted to call the graveyard shift, but that never really uh, nobody picked up on that. Uh, I love that that nickname for those guys, but uh, they've been able to do a good job defensively too. The only the line that there was any success against really was the third line uh, of the Knights, and you know they haven't really been been out there too often against that top line, but the, the effectiveness defensively of the Knights to really, really impact uh, that top line, those explosive scores of Colorado, uh, plug them up in the neutral zone and then not let them get anything in the offensive zone. That's been incredibly impressive and very surprising. Talking to Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal at Adam Hill, LVRJ is where you can find him on Twitter. All right. Now, now I'm interested. All right. Now I'm intrigued because I just looked at it. Not only are the Avs, as we've discussed, plus 625 to win the Stanley Cup, as you mentioned, Adam, plus 295 to win yep. this series here at Circa. So right now here at Circa, they're plus 122 to win tomorrow night. And if they do so, they'll be, a I don't want to say a massive favorite, but they'll be obviously the favorites uh, for, for Saturday evening. And you're looking at a Colorado Avalanche team that had won 13 consecutive games on their home ice, prior to last night. They haven't lost a game in regulation on their home ice, I think in like 22 games or something like that. So um, from what you saw, and I just want to kind of go back to what you discussed in game five. From what you saw in game five in Denver, Colorado, in your opinion, outplayed them. Do you think, you know, if, if you're to go about it, what would you do for tomorrow? Would you play the series price? Would you play the Stanley Cup future? Or would you just play a singular game on Colorado from what you've seen so far? If I'm going to make the case for Colorado, I'm making, I'm making that series bet. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm taking the shot that uh, if they can get through game six, which, you know, as you said, might be the tougher one. It's on the road. Uh, you've lost three in a row. Uh, Golden Knights certainly have all the momentum if you believe in those sorts of things. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I would say I'm not going to bet them to just win that game. Right. I'm going to try to take advantage of one of those numbers uh, going forward. Not to say that that's, that's necessarily what uh, is going to happen. I, I think there's a very good chance the Knights are able to win this series. But uh, that, that plus, you're talking about a, you know, getting plus $3 in a series where at one point, you had to lay $8. Like, that's insane turnaround. And I get the circumstances have changed dramatically, but uh, listen, the, the, the Avalanche have to win a game on the road, which they're more than capable of doing, and then game seven, anything can happen. And, and if you're looking at you know nearly a plus $3 price, I think that's worth taking a shot on a team that has been the best team in hockey uh, for a couple months. Uh, they were the President's Trophy winners. They were the best team in hockey all year long. Um, you know, they, they have lost three in a row, and the Knights seem to have figured something out, but... Uh, the Avalanche absolutely were the better team uh, after not being so for eight, you know three straight games. The Knights were absolutely the better team. Uh, now all of a sudden you saw that change and the Knights got a result, but the the Avalanche did what they wanted to do. So I think they got some confidence back. I think they they found something in their game. They figured out a way to be effective. If you go back and watch that second period last night, uh, I it was like a power play for the entire period. Now the Knights did a good job blocking shots. They did a good job. 
you know, kind of sustaining some of that pressure. But the Avalanche from the offensive zone almost the entire second period only got one goal out of it. And, you know, think back, they were up 2 nothing going to the third period. Two really, really bad turnovers by the Avalanche end up in the back of their net. And that's how the game changes. But, you know, the Avalanche were, were the better team. And if they can keep that up for two straight games, uh, I like my chances on that pro, on that plus price. Adam, just looking forward, the winner of this series obviously gets the team that won only 42% of its games in the regular season in the Montreal Canadiens, who uh, have not trailed in seven straight games. Uh, Adam, uh, is there any chance whoever wins this Vegas-Colorado s- series actually loses that series to Montreal? I mean, I think there's there's certainly a chance. It, as you mentioned, they've you know they've been really good in the postseason. You can argue that level of competition and then you know whatever you want to say, but they've got they've got a ton of confidence in the way that they're playing right now. They're playing their best hockey of the season. They haven't trailed. Uh, I think there's reason to believe in them now. Uh, I would say that the the Knights and Avalanche are certainly taking a lot out of each other too, uh, and they could be completely worn down by the time that series starts. Uh, but then you can make the, the converse argument and say, well, Montreal was red hot, and now they're going to have to sit out more than a week uh, before they play again, and that could take some of this thing out of them. Plus, the travel, you know, the logistics of the travel in this next round are going to be very interesting. You know, the Canadian government approved it. They can go back and forth, but there's going to be, you know, certain restrictions on the teams, and who knows what impact that will have on them. So I, I think that it's not as, as easy as saying, you know, the winner of this night's avalanche is the best team in hockey, uh, and the, the the Canadians were the worst team to get in the playoffs. Clearly, it's going to be a walkover. I don't think it's that easy. I think there's a lot of factors at play here. Um, and so, yeah, you'll see a big favorite uh, on, you know, on either the Avalanche or the Knights. Uh, but I don't think it's a it's an easy series for either of them. Adam's been cheering for good cities because he's covering this series. Uh, uh, this is this is not ideal for you, man. I, I guess you have to sit this one out if if the the Knights do win this one, right? Yeah, no travel back and oh. forth to Canada. And Montreal would have been yeah, so been a great. That's a great town, oh, too. Oh, man, what a, what a dagger. I'm a big, I'm a big Montreal fan. Now, I, listen, I've had to, had to make that trade of being, I think I was in Winnipeg seven times the first season. <laughs> uh, that's not fun. Uh, shout out to all the people in Winnipeg. I love you guys, but it's not ideal uh, on the travel schedule. It's, a, it's actually a lovely town. It's just it's hard to get there. It's just it's it's a disaster. You have to you fly to North Dakota now and drive up. It's kind of a mess. But yeah, it was a that was a fun first season. Montreal certainly the preferred destination. But yeah, don't get to go there. Unfortunately, maybe a uh, maybe a New York or Tampa for the finals. Yeah, you could close you could close down Nassau Coliseum, Adam. It's possible, or you go down to, uh, to it. or Tampa. Adam, always appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. It's going to be wild in there. For sure, real quick, three and eight the Knights are in closeout games, so no sure thing at home tomorrow. Ooh, all right. Good nugget to close it out there. Follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Hill L V R J. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.